Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Howdy, Miss Stacy. Good to see you, friend. Yeah. <laughs> that is me, Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith. Howdy. Howdy, Denny. Howdy, do da. Hey, I sent you a picture <laughs> of howdy do da. Howdy do da. It's so cute. I sent you a picture of me in a cowboy hat yesterday, and uh, yeah, he's a cowboy wearing fella. Uh, cowboy <laughs> hat wearing fella. Where's the steer? Uh. Anyway, we're glad you're here with us again. Kylan Talley joining us as well. Hi. Hello to you, my friend. It is February 4th. <laughs> I hit the post. Yeah, you did. That was pretty impressive. Did you hear that? First time ever in 30 years of radio. First time I've ever done the that. I'm not a regular radio person, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it is 44 degrees and it is sunny like, the, like you've not seen in so long because the sky is so blue. Beautiful day. Uh, I hope you get out there and enjoy sunrise it. Sunrise too. Did you see the sunrise? Yes, no. ma'am, I did. Oh. I was walking at uh, what, or at uh, Cool Creek Park when that sun came. Oh, out. so good. Uh, it was enlightening. So enlightening. if you oh. if you want to see the beautiful sunrise, sunrise enlightening. Uh, thank you. I see what thank you, you did there. If you want to see the sunrise, go check out our Facebook <laughs> post. First day with Terry Stacy okay. on Facebook. We were talking uh, last hour about weddings today. At the, they've got a great wedding show that's going on at Daniel's Vineyard. It's such a great venue, and uh, that goes until four o'clock. Opens at four. I'm uh, sorry. Opens at one. Ends at four. And they've got some of the industry's best vendors there. There's cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, photo ops, music, wedding does inspiration for you all. Again, that's Daniel's Vineyard, their big wedding show. And also for my fellow anglers, because looking outside makes you want to fish. The Indiana yeah. Fishing Expo. It continues today at the Hendricks County Fairgrounds in Danville. Talked with Ray Rigby out there, and it's such a fantastic event. That's going on. Hey, say hi to Dixie the Praying Dog for me if you go. Oh, that's right. Dixie's out there. Mm-hmm. Bless her heart. Have you ever met her, Denny? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, she is, well, and her handler, obviously her, her owner, parent, best friend is uh, Brian, who's just, I mean, they're just fantastic. What a couple. And they're out there today, too. What else is going on? The Indie Winter Classic Dog Show at the Fairgrounds. Final day. Doors are open. Over 9,000 dogs they've seen over the last five My days. gosh. 9,000 <laughs> dogs? That's Every a lot I of dog to, poop. I wonder how many plastic bags that is. Oh my Every time I, I've talked to Mr. Crouch, who is the guy that's actually the MC and part of the Hoosier Kennel Club, celebrating 100 years, by the way. It, 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 there's just bo- dogs barking, 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 barking. Wow. That goes on today until about 4 o'clock, if you want to, out at the fairgrounds. It's fun. Super, super fun. And they've got a lot of rescues out there as well. So you might find a dog to adopt while you're at the Indie Winter Classic Dog Show. What else? We're a week away. This is such a fun month. We're a week away from the Super Bowl. We are uh, just a couple of weeks away from um, the what NBA yeah. NBA's coming right all-star that's a couple that's, weeks away that's two weeks away two weeks away Super Bowl's next week okay. and then the following week is the all-star game 
Indianapolis, Indiana is is hopping. It's hopping. It's hopping. And it looks good. I mean, yeah. it's there. It's it does. It looks it's shiny. Today, it's shiny. It is shiny. <laughs> the potholes are slowly oh, but surely getting worse. They are the worst. I know they're, they're, they've got to be working on them really like crazy with all those people coming into town, 7,000 or whatever the number is, that are actually in the hotel rooms. I know they just have like 1,000 left I wonder uh, hotels if- downtown. Hey, downtown. Before, we, before we talk about the birthday here, uh, Terry Lynn, would you just say happy birthday, Andy, yesterday? Happy birthday, Andy. My baby turned 48 yesterday. Oh, happy I can't believe birthday, Andy. I got a baby that's 48 yeah, years old. Always a good guy. He's, he's a good guy. A good I miss kid. seeing him. We used to see him on a regular basis. Know. Don't see him so much. He got his mom's good looks and yep. brains. I do want to get to our next guest, so I just want to mention this going into uh, our next guest. Rosa Parks. It's Rosa Parks' birthday. This would be her birthday, February 4th, 1913 was when she was born. There is so much about... I mentioned her because even growing up, this was somebody that I read about and I, I just... Rosa Parks just was such an amazing, incredible woman. But even today, like, I did not... I had forgotten this part of her life. You all know her, obviously, in the the role she played in the 1955 Montgomery bus boycott. But even 12 years before that, she was uh, doing amazing things after she had joined the NCAA, or NCAA, NAACP, excuse me. I knew what I meant. She started that in 1943, I think. In... um, she worked specifically during that, for the whole bus thing, specifically on criminal justice. And then after... The 1955, later in her life, she moved to Detroit and she worked on the staff of U.S. Congressman John Conyers, Jr. I did not know that. I'd forgotten that part. That that in Michigan so many I know terms. It. The United States Congress honored her as the first lady of civil rights, the mother of the freedom movement. She died October twenty fourth, uh, in two thousand and five. She was ninety two years old. She received a final tribute uh, in the rotunda of the Capitol. 30,000 people filed by and the first woman to lie in honor at the Capitol that I did not know either, the United States Capitol. So anyway, um, I wanted to mention that. And also today, in honor of her birthday, Indigo offers free bus rides in case you want to do that. Free bus rides for everybody. And I believe that goes on through all day, operating on their regular schedule, their regular Sunday schedule. But coming up, we're going to meet Denny, I'm not going to lie to you. We talked to him before you got here. Samson Livingston. Samson, come on. We did. Kylan and I had an opportunity to talk to him. His time is precious. Oh, absolutely. He's a busy man. So I'm sorry that you're going to miss out on talking to to Samson, (laughs) Uh, but we already did it. And because I just can't wait for you all to hear him. I've seen his picture. He's a good looking guy. He's amazing. That's why you didn't want me in here. No. Denny uh, couldn't have been in the same room with him. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be saying it, Kylan. Kylan said it. Oh. But he's coming up, and I, I think you're going to enjoy him so much. If you love the, the city that we love here in Indianapolis, even with all its warts, uh, if you don't, Samson Livingston can make you love it mm-hmm. in a blink. So we'll talk to him. He's a historian, and he's fantastic. Next, Samson Livingston, right here on the first day on 93 WIBC. I'm about to have a good day, no matter what they say. Sun is shining down on me, birds are singing praise. I'm about to have a good day in every single way. God who made the universe knows me by my name, so it's a good day. 
Welcome back to the first day on 93 WIBC. Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith. Kylan Talley is here producing today's show. It's a beautiful day. It's okay. a beautiful day to go for a walk. And someone knows a good thing about going for a walk. Samson Levingston. Yay! Indiana native storyteller and lover of Indiana history. He has his organization Through Two Eyes. And he has created this walk and talk program. Walk and talks are typically two-hour, two-mile interactive walking history tours. And can't wait to get into more of Samson story. Samson, welcome to First Day. I'm so excited to be here, you know, and it's uh, it's it's a pleasure. You talk about the two-hour, two-mile walking talks, like, I can't wait back to the weather is, you know, m- makes more Hoosiers want to walk a little bit. Yeah. What inspired you to start these walking talks? Um, Really, kind of during the pandemic and during Black Lives Matter, there were a lot of unanswered questions that we had about, like, who we were as, as a city. Mm-hmm. And I think that these walking tours and, like, those initial tours were two hours, two miles. And I'm short. They're, they're like, a lot of them are now shorter than that. But it kind of gave us the time to step back, look at where we've been, look at where we want to go. And also it allowed us to be together because it was kind of, you couldn't gather, right? So like the only way that we could gather was outside, you know, 25 people. So we'd gather up. You, You organically meet strangers, you know, throughout the day, right? But when COVID happened, that didn't happen anymore. And so these walk and talks was a cool organic way, not only to meet strangers, but also share and incorporate their ideas into what I was doing. Mm-hmm. The love of history, though, you know, that comes from somewhere. I, you know, you try to think within, you know, did I love history in school? No, not so much. But I loved history talking to people and learning from them, telling yes. their stories. And uh, your love of history comes from where? Uh, I think the same thing. I think it's from wanting to know why. And like, I remember very vividly as a kid driving on along Pendleton Pike with my mom. I wasn't I wasn't driving. Sorry, Terry. <laughs> like, it, wasn't, it wasn't me. But my, my mother was driving, right. and we saw the old Lawrence High School, and it's been converted into apartment building. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Lawrence High School. Like, what is it? I'm like in fifth or sixth grade. I'm like, what is this? And I asked my mom, and she didn't know. But she dropped me off at the library and said, "Ask these librarians. They should be able to tell you." And I sat there with them. They showed me old schools, uh, Lawrence High School, Oglandon High School, Castleton High School. Yeah. I'm looking at the old yearbooks. I'm like, wow. Wow. If I want to know the answer to something, history will probably tell me that or explain it to, yeah. to me. And so right from then, I knew right away that if I didn't have the answer to something, history could normally probably get it for me. How do you normally learn for these walk-in talks? Um, I, I kind of, it's, it's almost like a science experiment in a way. And especially like the more that I've done it, like I may have like, a hypothesis of what a neighborhood story is or who was once here or what type of factory this was. Mm -hmm. And then as I dive into it, I'm either almost proving what I've already thought about it or learning right away, like, no, it was a whole different group of people here. Wow, there's a drastic population shift from like 1930 or 40, but I got to go into it with questions of my own. And mainly I'm always looking for diverse cultures. I'm looking for black people who are there. I'm looking for women. I'm looking for LGBTQ representation. I'm looking for Native American indigenous reputation. I'm looking for everybody who's stepped foot, in, stepped foot in Indianapolis. I am looking to tell a more comprehensive, more complete story than one that you may be used to. So I'm looking for like little stories that often get overlooked. Yeah. We are so rich in history. You said this. You don't always know you want the history or you care about the history until you get just a little nugget. Right. Until you're in the story. I mean, it's just like when you're a kid and it's a math problem and say your name is Jason and you're, you're sitting in class and it's, you know, Martha has two apples, then Brian has two apples and the teacher says, Jason has five. You sit up. Oh, I, I'm in. People look in the class, look at you like, 
Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're in. This is you. You're out. And so, like, when we're telling history, we do the same thing. Like, you're in this story. You're in this story, and it makes people perk up. They get excited. And they want to know, like, okay, well, if I'm in this story, how does it end, or what's going on? Yeah. And so, you're right. We're never talking at people or telling them things that we feel like they they should have already known. It's stuff that like we want you to want to know this stuff, and I want you to teach me things as well. And so, yeah, it's very exciting. What's one of your favorite facts or places <laughs> to take people during your walk and talks? Ooh, that's a good question here. I'm sure the whole thing is well, a favorite. I think I learned but... about you from Indiana Avenue. Yeah, so Indiana Avenue, that's where I started. And I love Walker Theater and taking people through that old campus, Lockfield Gardens, and just the Christmas Attics, the rich black history that we have in that mm-hmm. northwest quarter of Miles Square. Um, but for All-Star Weekend coming up, and like I've been kind of creating new routes. You know, like I create I create new places to walk. And one thing I'm really excited about for this this that thing coming up is uh, using inside and outside to walk people. I'm gonna use those the tunnels. The oh um, no way. yeah, as part of the awesome. so, we'll, so we'll tour inside and out, which I which like that's cool. I think I, there's much more history things I could have mentioned there, but I think I'm just excited about using the skywalks. You know? nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, our visitors will be too. And so, how can people take your tour during the All Star Weekend? Yeah, so All Star Weekend, they're reimagining or activate spaces along Washington Street that have been dormant. And so, at Six West Washington Street, there was the old Pairings Cafe, and they're going to turn that into Plaid and Pearls. And that's going to oh. be, um, Platinum Pearls already exists in a space um, near the hospital redevelopment, mm-hmm. but they're going to move into there and that's where I'll start my walk. So that'll kind of be a hub for me and we'll move down Washington Street to Virginia area and okay. then we'll get down by Gamebridge, come down Georgia Street and then we're into the mall. So we start outside and that can like incentivize like, all right, if, if you guys can go 20 minutes outside with me, the last 20 minutes is inside and we'll walk through the Arts Garden and then pop back out and right back where we started. So it'll be fun, fun route. Like a lot of basketball, it's like I'm gonna do it by by the decade. So it'll be like really kind of start in 1910 and decade by decade, indie history, basketball history, National Basketball Association history, high school tournament, like all that yeah. stuff. It, it's it's too hard to tell a story of Indianapolis without telling a story that involves basketball. You can yeah. go to throughtwoeyes.com. That's, and that's two with the two. number two. Yeah. Yep. Throughtwoeyes.com. And these ones, thankfully, are free yes. to the public when walk and talks typically aren't. And so this is a huge opportunity for people not only to learn about the basketball, but what this All-Star Weekend means to Indianapolis. And I think it's it's so important for people in Indy to know this and people outside of Indy. I've been telling Indy people, I think we have 375 slots total for the for the 15 tours that will happen All-Star Weekend. And we have almost half of those like already filled. Oh so I'm oh, like wow. telling any people like, hey, leave some tickets for our guests, you know, but no matter what, I'll, I'll accommodate them. Uh, however we do that, like I just can't wait to get that energy here in the city. Me too. Um, you know, I, I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. I've <laughs> so, been excited really since, I mean, for like a month. Okay. All right. Let's hey, let him go. I have one, one Okay, go ahead. I love asking people who are passionate and excited about life. What quote do you live by? Do you have oh. one? Yeah, let's go with uh, James Whitcomb Riley. Okay. The, oh, the it's most so the most essential factor is persistence, the ability to never allow your energy or enthusiasm to be dampened by the sadness that must inevitably come. So it's just saying like that you, you know that your energy and enthusiasm must outlast the negative energy that's going to come into your life. And so I, I know I try to come up with a high level of energy and enthusiasm. When people compliment my energy and enthusiasm, I'm happy because that's intentional. It's not by mistake. Yeah. You know, I want to bring that into a room. Yeah. And so 
Um, that's a good quote from Denzel Kimraly. And then Etheridge Knight, he has a mural on Mass Ave if you're coming into downtown. It's on the left at Mass in Michigan. And the quote is, we dreamed of doing, but could not bring ourselves to do. And I think it just lets me, reminds me that we have all these dreams and the next step is just to do them. And almost not doing them is this paralyzing feeling. Like we dream of doing, but we fail to bring ourselves to do. So you like, you feel so stuck. It's just like, it's a reminder, just go do it. Or else you won't. <laughs> There's no other, way to, no other way to look at it. Oh so. my gosh. That is just, you were just born with that great gift of enthusiasm and love and passion. And, Thank you. Uh, he's really one in a million. And we're so lucky to have him here in our great state. Uh, again, if you want to get in touch with him, Kylan, through to the number two, yes. com. Yes, Got it. Through two eyes.com. <laughs> because there's nobody let's like go, him. Let's go. Let's go. So Samson, it's you great to so have cool. you. Thank we you love you. Yes, thank you. I'm thank so you happy you took a message. Thank great. you. Me too. I was like, I can't wait. He's great. Okay. <laughs> thank you. All right, awesome. 1227. Uh, listen, you missed us singing Back Home Again in Indiana. You missed the tattoo conversation. The tattoo conversation. He has Madam Walker Theater tattooed on his calf. He does. That's how much. As well as the city flag. I mean, he's got, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't have a piece of sugar cream pie right there on the corner of his shoulder. tenderloin. Yeah, pork tenderloin. He is Indiana. He He uh, loves Through and through. And uh, we're crazy about him. We're going to have him back. We thought we've got to find a space for this guy to talk about Indiana history from time to time. Samson Livingston is his name. And uh, again, if you'd like to hear that complete conversation, because he's terrific, go to WIBC.com and go to the First Date blog. Right, Mm -hmm. Kylan? Yep. You'll find the full podcast when I post it later this week. And or you can find it wherever you stream podcasts, right? Spotify, Apple, whatever you do. But go check out the full conversation. He's terrific. It's wonderful. And again, through the number two eyes.com to look at all of everything that he's offering for walk and talks. It's twelve twenty eight. Let's take a break for today's top stories on ninety three WIBC. Hey, I don't wanna seem cliche. But every time I see your face, I say everything's gonna be a okay. You make my day. From the moment that I it's twelve thirty-four. Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith, he's still here. Hey, hey, good morning. Got food news coming up in the next break. You good hang on, because we're gonna have food, food, food. Kylan Tally's here. She's working on getting that food, food, food. Uh, as you know, the Indiana Family and Social Services Administration's proposed cost-cutting measures as a result of the agency's one billion dollars shortfall announced in December is going to greatly affect hundreds of family caregivers in our state. Last week, I spoke to Danielle Johnson. She's an attendant caregiver for Anthony. She wrote a powerful plea for help and encouraging others to do something, too, if you're able. And I wanted to hear from somebody that's a caregiver. And uh, I asked her first to tell me about Anthony. So Anthony is four years old. He has a rare genetic disease with a genetic mutation. Um, It's called spinal muscular atrophy type zero. So normally you'll hear about type one through four, but he's a type zero, so it's even rare. And normally both parents have to actually be a carrier of this gene, but I'm actually not a carrier. So that's why there's that rare mutation. So from birth, he's needed round-the-clock care. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. He is bedridden. He's nonverbal. He can move his arms and legs. He can make noises and sounds, but he can't actually form sentences or anything at the moment. Um, I'm not even sure that'll ever be anything he'll be able to do. He'll never walk. He'll never be potty trained or be able to even use a restroom like a normal person. He's fully dependent on me. He has a ventilator. Um, He's on a trach. He has a feeding tube. He takes nothing orally by mouth at all. So we have to do oral care, absolutely everything that you could think of. 
Bless his heart. Does Anthony have any siblings? Yes. So he has three brothers. One of them is actually 20, and he's already moved out. But we have a 15-year-old and an 11-year-old here at home. So it's pretty evident that you're not able to hold a job outside the home. You are actually a paid employee of a home health agency since 2021 under the Aged and Disabled Waiver through Indiana Medicaid. And you went through an extensive application process to qualify for this job. In-home assessments for the care managers have to actually come into our homes, do assessments and take bottles and look at the equipment and see what's needed. And they're the ones that allocate the hours that were allowed. So if they're submitting these hours to the FSSA and the FSSA is approving it, I'm not understanding where the shortfall is coming. So this is where the anger and the confusion and the fear comes in from families all across the state. They're saying that this is a program that was started because of COVID, but that is not true. The program was actually started in 2017, and it was called the Medically Complex Warriors Program through the Aged and Disabled Waiver. They said it would not be impacted post-COVID, that this would not be one of the, it says waivers are not impacted by the end of PHE flexibilities for parents as paid caregivers of minor dependent children. The Aged and Disabled Waiver and the Traumatic Brain Injury Waiver were not supposed to be impacted. Anthony's round-the-clock care includes taking him to more than 10 doctors in two states at a fraction of what a nurse is paid. Yeah, not even not even close. We had a nurse for a couple of weeks one time, but she wouldn't change diapers, so that wasn't feasible to keep her because if she's not going to change him and I'm not here, then, you know, somebody has to. Yeah. So I still have to be here even if we have a nurse. There's I can't drive alone with him because he is on a ventilator. So, But she was making $38 an hour. The proposed FSSA's changes, what choice will caregivers have? They said that we'll be given a choice of something called a family structured waiver or some sort and that it'll be like a daily stipend but it won't be paid directly to us it'll be paid directly to our home health agency and then they get their cut and give us what's left so we'll probably get about 40 percent of 77 dollars a day that's not a livable wage at all there are single parents that this is their only income it's not our only income it is a huge part of it Without it, we're going to lose our home. We're going to lose everything. I I don't even know it. We don't have any family here in Indiana. Um, I have a sister-in-law and a brother-in-law here, but that's it. Um, all of my family is in Texas. So I don't know what we'll do. Well, as you mentioned in your post, the options you all face, if this happens, include parents finding nursing care, institutionalizing more critical needs kids, Structured family care, as you mentioned, but with nursing shortages and few pediatric beds, you could be on a wait list for weeks. You could be on a waiting list for months, even. There were shortages before COVID. There's definitely right. shortages now. And they know that we won't be able to fulfill those hours with somebody else, so that's how they'll save their money. What frustrates you the most about what's happened and could happen at Indiana Caregivers' expense? Um, there's no transparency. They haven't told us. There's no real data, no real facts. There was a meeting with the FSSA yesterday, and then normally they live stream their meetings and there can be public comment on them. Well, then today, Governor Eric Holcomb put out an executive order that there will be a pause on all live streaming um, meetings until September 1st. So now we're not even able to watch and see what's going to happen to our lives.
and there's only two pediatric nursing facilities in the state of Indiana, and they're completely full. But even if that was an option, I'm not putting my child in an institution. What frustrates you the most about what's happened and could happen at Indiana Caregivers' Expense? It's not extra. It's a livable wage. Are we supposed to just be homeless with our children or just depend on the state and other resources? Because I'm not on any kind of food stamps or housing assistance, so they're saving money there. Yeah. And I know a lot of other families who, you know, like us, were on food stamps before this. But they took that because they gave us this. So it gives us a sense of dignity. We, you know, the money that they're paying us, we're actually putting back out by the things we buy and put back into the world. So we're paying taxes on everything also. It's not. I think this is an issue that we all need to pay attention to, whether we are caregivers or not. Right? Do you too? Definitely. Um, My mother actually lives with us and she's disabled. So I also care for her, but I do not get paid in any way for that. I just take care of her. She's my mother. Knows that no matter what, we're going to take care of our children whether we're being paid or not. They know that. So they're banking on saving the money by there not being any nurses to care for the kids, so they won't have to pay that, and they won't have to pay us anymore. Well, as many of you know, on Monday, Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch convened a special meeting of the Indiana Intellectual and Developmental Disabilities Task Force, which she chairs. Uh, She wanted IDD task force members and the public to hear directly from the Family and Social Services Administration regarding its proposed cuts to the attendant care program. Lieutenant Governor Crouch then made the following statement on Friday that we received in a press release that says she's deeply concerned with FSSA. Uh, And since the meeting on Monday, she said more and more families are contacting her office asking what can be done to reverse or at least pause these cuts. So she's telling everybody, all of us, the same thing. Contact your state legislators immediately. Um, She says that, tell them that these cuts need to be paused and we will all get more answers. And we are confident these medically complex children continue getting the care that they need. You have until the 19th. If you'd like to make a comment, go to uh, iga.in.gov. Again, there's a deadline of February 19th. Danielle Johnson, thank you for sharing with us what this proposal means to you and to hundreds of Hoosier caregivers across our state. Bless your heart. Uh, Time is precious, and thank you for giving us your time. Our best to your family. Thank you. It's 1242. We'll take a break. Food news coming up next on 93 WIBC. Woo! No love is all we Diana Ross yeah. there. You do, when you hear it, you do try to pick out all the voices. There's multiple. Oh, oh there's Michael Jackson, Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, Ray Charles, Diana Ross, Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, Tina Turner. That's Dionne Warwick. Oh, and uh, Willie Nelson. There we go. Iconic voices and an iconic movement. 40 years ago, 
39 years ago. They, uh, the Bruce Springsteen, biggest music stars in the world, crammed in a recording studio in L.A. for an all-night session. And they hope that this might really make history. They were doing this for um, uh, African famine relief. Can you imagine being in that room? They weren't just comparing tattoos. I bet they were having the time of their life. I bet they were. And here's the thing. It's kind of cool. We bring it up because uh, Netflix has a documentary, The Greatest Night in Pop, a behind-the-scenes look at the complex birth of a mega hit, and it starts streaming, I believe, Monday? If you can't already. Did Stevie Wonder write it? I was trying to remember who wrote the song. Oh, you know, I don't don't know. Remember who who got the credit for that. I thought perhaps Michael Michael, uh, Jackson got some. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it's a. it's brilliant. It should be awesome, I you think. You know, grade school kids at the time loved it. We were teaching first grade Sunday school, and we asked the kids what they wanted to sing, you know, for the congregation. Mm-hmm. They wanted to sing this song, so we actually got it taped, and the kids sang this. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Congratulations, I'm, by the way. I'm sorry, Kaiko. I'm just happy you introduced me to it, because I hadn't heard it before. It's so that's neat, something new for me. Really? When you it listen sure to it, is. just you can hear different voices, and you start to pick it out. You know, everybody, it kind of becomes kind Come of a together. Fun It's sort of like what Forever right. Country. Do you remember the, when they got all the country music oh, people I together? Oh, I loved it. That you you just don't it. get all these iconic people together yeah. in one room. I do want to say congratulations to a group of seventh graders at New Pal. We always congratulate the sports stars that are younger, but this seventh grade, these seventh graders at New Pal Junior High School are one of dozens of teams across the United States to win a national NASA STEM competition. Oh, my. This is right up your alley, Denny. Oh, yeah. Tech Rise Student Challenge is what it's called, and it gives kids from sixth to twelfth grade an opportunity to design, build, and test their own innovation or innovative designs and solutions for space exploration. So congratulations, Abby Maple, Gwen Melby, Gianna Tweedy, Layla Ratliff. They created a high-altitude balloon called Sparky One with their teacher, John Alter, and now they'll work with them. They'll work with NASA to make this actually happen. So it's kind of cool. So congratulations. And then you heard a story about a high school kid. Oh, uh, The JoJo. fastest kid in the that, world. That's right. Uh, they, in... in yeah, I went, I went blank. In the mile, when Jim Ryan was the first one in America to run a sub-four-minute mile, and since then, now this is just for high schoolers. Roger Bannister did it back in the 50s or 60s, but for a high schooler, it was a big deal, Terry. And so Jim Ryan did it, and he did it three or four or five times. Well, since then, you know, it, for the next five years, there were only four other people that ever did it. They just added added the, the 17th member of the sub-four-minute mile, Guy by the name of JoJo Jordan uh, jo- did it. JoJo Jordan. Uh, get this. Three fifty nine point eight seven. I mean, he That's just amazing, squeaked right? under there. But God bless him. Wow. Kylan, you're just about that fast, I think. Oh, I wish. What was yours? What was your? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I could not tell you. I I actually don't think I ever timed myself. I timed mile. Yeah, I don't think. I was definitely not that fast, though. Uh, he job, did job, the, he did get a commitment uh, from Wake Forest, so he's going to run oh, for Wake Forest. Good. But this is a high school That's kid a running story. a sub four. Minute. That's a good story too. Yeah, I like it. All right, did everybody get an opportunity to tell their favorite stories for today? All of you, I think in so. The room, so. just checking on you, checking on your. You know, Elmo sent out a checked on everybody this week. God. I and love it, it was, so much. Was, oh, Sesame Street's Elmo. He did a little check-in with everybody to see how everybody was doing, and uh, people gave him an earful. 
he got an earful from everybody. I mean, truly, it, it went crazy. Now, on see, when I see get an social earful, media. that means you're getting chewed out. I think I don't know if he necessarily got chewed out a lot, but people it gave it to him straight. It a conversation. Yeah. It, a lot of people gave input on it. Oh, yeah. sort of like when I talked about don't loan money to family or exactly. friends. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sparked some mm-hmm. conversation. They, they shared their grief and their a despair. Lot of it, and, yeah, a lot of it was just like the existential dread and a lot of mental health conversations, which were good. He says he's glad he do it. He he said the other day then, after he did it, he responded saying, you know what, he's glad he asked, and he posted the hashtag, hashtag emotional well-being. So right. he did a check-in. Terry Lynn, let's see how good you are. Was Elmo red or blue? Red. Who was blue? Uh, Grouch. No. Uh, what was the blue one? The Cookie Monster? Oh, Cookie Monster. Well, yeah, cookie yeah, yeah. Cookie Monster, too. But wasn't there wasn't that Grover? I was trying oh, to remember. Oh, Grover. Yes, Grover was yeah. blue. Yeah. Was he? And then Grouch, the grouchy one was well, that, green. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar. Yeah. And Co- then Big Bird, cookie, yellow. Cookie Monster. That's it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of food. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Let's do it. You want to, but before. Well, I was thinking of today's national day. It's what National it? Thank a Mail Carrier Day, but it's a Sunday. That doesn't make oh, any sense. And that makes me kind of sad. Oh. But hopefully you can thank him tomorrow if you see him. If you see him, you but know, thanks for today. Reminding me. Well, we've, why did you make it on a Sunday? I don't know. Why not the, do it every the, Monday? All right, so here's my mail carrier uh, story. Oh, we used gosh. to have the greatest mail carrier named Butch, and it was when I lived on the west side. So one day, Butch w- was a little bit late. So I went out, and he was in the back. So I put my hands up on the mail truck and just started shaking it. He said, Real funny, I'm back here reloading. Okay, when you think of a postal worker, what do you think? Oh. When they go postal? When they were, so, oh, uh, so st- that. But Butch, I hope he still do what. Well. He had a belt buckle collection that it must have weighed 25 tons. Oh he had gosh. belt buckles all over every wall in his house. My favorite thing to do as a kid was give the mailman some cookies or a give little, some like, here's delicious. banana bread. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that. Now to be safe. Yeah. I don't know either, but you're appreciated. Yes, you are. You truly are are appreciated. I mean it. You know, you you, you get us our stuff. You get us our mail. Just as it's always been said. I got the best one in Westfield uh, coming down Little Eagle Creek. Uh, He's the best guy in the world. All right. So we celebrate you today, but tomorrow, say say how much you love him tomorrow. Hey, this is the first week of February. Are you guys aware that, look, we're smoking. We're halfway from- from solstice uh, to the Spring equinox. Spring is on its way. Uh, yeah. Did you see your shadow yesterday or a couple days ago? Friday. Friday. Well, the groundhog sure didn't. Well, Sullivan saw his shadow. <laughs> Pat Sullivan. Yeah, the Pat Sullivan. We're going to do a little food news now, Denny. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. What to? Let's do it! Always love some food news. To get us started off, today's also National Homemade Soup Day. So when you go home today, hopefully you can make some tomato bisque or broccoli and cheddar soup. Super Bowls yesterday at uh, Second Helpings raised a whole bunch of money. Good. And delicious smoked chicken velvet soup. Let me just lay that out there. Oh my gosh. Mouthwatering. Love it. Some new or returning menu items are back at some restaurants. So the Shamrock Shake, back at McDonald's. Right now? It is. Yep, they're ahead of St. Patty's Day. Dairy Queen's Red Velvet Cake Blizzard. Ooh, that sounds good. Iconic. Love it. Um, This Thursday, mark your calendar, February 8th, Gather India is hosting a latte art throwdown. Oh, the that would be neat. That's on the top, yeah, the foam of the thing? latte. Yeah, and they make the leaves or whatever kind of art. Baristas can sign up just for ten dollars to go and submit your art. 
and have this throwdown. That's kind of fun. Do it they is. have to do it live, Kai? It, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Doors open at 6. The art contest, the throwdown, starts at 7. Okay. It's free and open to the public. So if you want to go and just watch them create this beautiful latte art, <laughs> go. And where is it again? Gather Indie. It's that new co-working workspace, I guess. Those are so hot right now. It's a cute little area. They are. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Some think maybe they, that's what they should they do in this building. Do it. I don't even know how they do I, it. It'd be a good way to learn. Yeah, <laughs> go see how they do it. <laughs> I, I don't think know. You're right, Kai. Uh, Devour Indie Winterfest today is the last day, so be sure to check that out. Uh, your food deal of the day: mark your calendar. Free IHOP short stack of pancakes um, for National Pancake Day on February 13th. Is that it? Well, we have plenty more to get to, but we're gonna close it out. It's been. A time. We gotta go. Thanks everybody for listening today. Denny, thank you. It's a great day. Kylan, thank you. Oh, thank you. Hey, check out the podcast and everything that you missed, plus more. WIBC.com and wherever you get your podcast, follow us on first day or first follow yeah. us on Facebook, first day with Terry Stacy for even more. Excellent. Fox News is coming up next. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful sunny Sunday. <laughs> 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. (laughs) 